Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look between the lines from the message this past Sunday here at Victory Hill. And uh, right now, we're right in the middle of a series called Fresh Start, and uh, this past week was week three. Is that right? Week, week three. three. Yep. Yeah. So, Pastor Aaron, you brought the message. Yeah. How are you doing today? Doing well today. We are uh, in the midst of gearing up for a worship night mm-hmm. tonight. So, we're recording this on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so if you're listening to this on Thursday mm-hmm. and you didn't show up, you missed worship. You missed night, out. And you, you should have been here. Right? Exactly. So, you next month, here. you should be here. Week three of every month. Yep. Yeah. Third, third, uh, third Wednesday of every month, uh, mm-hmm. worship night you should be here. So, we're excited for that today. And, yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. So, for look sure. forward to just uh, hanging out with people online. I know. Bit, yeah. So. And we're streaming this too tonight, the worship night. So, you know, hey, no excuses. No to, excuses to miss so, it, right? Yeah. So, if you missed it, I guess. Yeah. You can, you can go, go back, back and, and watch it. Yeah. And then you can be like, man, I missed it. And the next month, you'll come back. Make to plan. It. That's there right. That's right. And speaking of worship, yeah. this is actually what you talked about this past Sunday. And uh, before we dive into like the meat and potatoes from the message, okay. uh, I wanted to ask you some questions that were kind of revolving around worship. All yeah. right. So, so who is your favorite throwback worship band? So, I mean, like, so we're going old, bands, going yeah, like yeah, yeah. throwback, old school. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Let me just kind of preference all this like with like worship and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So... I sing all the time. Yes. I just don't. What well, you say, like yes, with like some. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, 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 there was I heard, no disdain. I heard a tone just, to that. No, you know? no. Like, I was does just that like, get you in trouble with like Shelly? I mean, does, like does that get you in trouble with Shelly sometimes? I mean, <laughs> like, you have a tone? The, the eagerness of that tone, you know, was like yes, like yes, I, I saw. You do. I think yes, I saw the do. eye roll. We we can go back in the video and check that scrub or whatever. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm like singing all the time. Uh-huh. Like I I do struggle to kind of remember like what band I'm singing and actually the lyrics of the. Song, yeah, kind of you kind of mesh own. songs together. You know, I like, I like to remix them. But that's a cool thing. Yeah, it's, it's like it's making a little melody. You know? Yeah, like, I was mashup before mashups became cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so um, yeah, so I sing all the time. But I do have a struggle, like to kind of like remember mm-hmm. bands. So like, um, so old school. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I kind of think of like probably. When, and I think when I like true worship, like yeah, worship's evolved. Worship. Like when you talk about like worship bands, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the kind of the big thing now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, back, it's like when a, I started there's listening. a lot of worship bands yeah. in the mainstream now. Yeah, like because yeah. like back in the day, it seemed like they were like they might have like a worship song or two, mm-hmm. and then they had just kind of had like some contemporary, contemporary Christian, Christian music yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so probably the now the, now this was my favorite. Now the mm-hmm. first like kind of group I remember is I remember like our church and school doing something with Ron Canoli. Do you know oh, Ron wow. Canoli? Like that I mean, names. like that's, that's back like in the day. this is like this is like old old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so like I remember like a lot of their songs mm-hmm. because they kind of did like a toury, like they sang like a like his mm-hmm. whole album or whatever. Okay, so like okay. I heard like a too much of that. Too yeah. much of that. Uh, but like probably my favorite, if we would consider them old school, I don't know mm-hmm. we consider old school, Yeah, yeah. Um, would be Hillsong. Oh, yeah. You know, so you got yeah. some like shouts. Like the original Hillsong. Like the original. I mean, like yeah. Hillsong's like more of like, you got, like Young and Free. United. United oh, yeah. and, um, and stuff like that. But like if you go back to like Shout mm. to the Lord. Darling. Yeah. Shack. I mean, if I could sing right now, like you I would, would, I would belt, belt that out <laughs> to you guys, but I'm afraid we would lose our audience. We might lose We might lose our audience. So like who's your favorite old school? Um, So I would, I would say probably Hillsong, but like Sonic Flood, I like them too. Mm-hmm. I could sing of your love. For, like I think they were kind of coming up when I was younger. Yeah. But it it is weird because worship was very different. Like you sang worship songs in church, but you didn't necessarily hear them on the radio all the time. Yeah. Like you might get like one or two, but yeah, probably Sonic Flood or Hillsong. Okay, um, definitely for sure. I'd agree with yep. you on that. Yep. That's good. All right. Second one is this: is who is your favorite worship band of all time? Not all time. All time. Whoa! Like all time. All time. Okay. So. 
so just as we said Hillsong, does all of Hillsong get included yeah, you, in like guess, one? Uh, do you get like Young and Free, United? Yeah, yeah you and, like, just say all of them. Like, I like guess. you know, so if you get like the whole package there, <laughs> yeah, that's like three bands for that one. Like true. that is like your that's best true. value, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so definitely, you know. So I mean, do, you, do you listen to Hillsong Young and Free? Do you listen to them yeah, at listen, all? A little bit of their yeah, stuff. Yeah, I listen okay. to some of their stuff. Um, so like if you ask like right now, like when mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of um Elevation, okay. So like a lot of Elevation, a lot of the Passion stuff. You know, oh yeah, stuff yeah, like that. So really if I good. think about like kind of, and if I get like the whole passion like package because mm-hmm. there's all these like artists like Christian under there, Sanfield. yeah, oh, like there, yeah, there's yeah. some really good stuff there. Um, I would say a lot of that's probably like in the music that I listen to, um, cool. Elevation, Hillsong, United, mm-hmm. yeah. um, some of the Young and Free. Yeah. Sweet. So what about you? Um, uh, all time, so all time. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. Yeah. So I mean, there's hard. there's a lot of good groups. You could say Bethel, and you've had like 40 artists. Is that, is that, <laughs> you know, yeah, is that how that one works? I don't know. Like currently, like. This is kind of hard. I guess currently my favorite is Maverick City Worship, mm-hmm. and so they're outside. Of, they're out of Atlanta. Yep. They're super, yep. super good. I like them. Um, I don't know though. All time would probably still be Hillsong. Yeah. Because if I think about like all the songs I tied to Worship in my lifetime, mm-hmm. most of them were like Hillsong or Chris Tomlin. Oh, you Chris, know what I mean? Yeah, like oh, Chris I Tomlin. About how Chris great Tomlin. is our Chris God? Like, was kind of like he was like the original. Uh-huh. Kind of really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, David when Crowder. I, yeah, David Crowder. Yeah. Wow. You, there's a story about David Crowder. Oh, I don't no. know if I don't know if our audience knows this. Or <laughs> How did this come? I, I, don't, I don't. Like I just oh, kind of thought about gosh. that when we just said David okay, Crowder. So okay. can I? Do you want to tell? Do you want me sure, to tell? Uh, so uh, there's this story. We went on the staff retreat. Yes. We went to Atlanta uh-huh, right? for a conference. And on the way back, I was I took my guitar. You did take your right? guitar. And so mm-hmm. I was the guitar guy in the airport. And so they pulled me out of the line at the airport mm-hmm. to send me through a different security line. And I was two spots behind David Crowder who had a guitar allegedly, with, allegedly. two spots behind David Crowder <laughs> so so you guys are like yes. ragging me the whole time because like I said hey to him mm-hmm. I said I enjoyed his music but I didn't ask for his autograph mm-hmm. or a picture or if he you, was actually David and you Crowder. guys and you guys were like well you saw a celebrity you should have got a picture yeah. with him. I was like, no, I don't want to yeah. do that. You but know? you didn't even say like, hey, are you David Crowder? Because I mean, it was David. Maybe, Crow- okay. maybe he was okay. like, maybe he was like, what is this guy like? This weirdo like being like, hey, I like your music. Or <laughs> and I mean, like on top of that, I mean, like just so our audience understands, like you had a guitar with. You. I did. Have like, a I mean, guitar. you had like the perfect thing for him. We have to like you open up like, your guitar. You could have been like, hey, David, can we jam here for a second. Like, I mean, let's you know, can we do one of your songs? You know, and, I'm not like, that type of person. And, and, and then you could have been like, hey, can you sign my guitar? I don't know. That would have made for a great story forever <laughs> instead the rhetoric of your story is, is i know we, we yeah. think you met david crowder <laughs> in an airport in atlanta but there is no guarantee of it there yeah, is no I, proof and for so, sure madam yeah for sure madam yeah I, I, yeah I mean I, subjective and, okay. and just saying when you're like 80 years old like you're not even remember no proof like, i met some guy in an airport you know like you should have got his autograph so, oh my fail. goodness i mean that was like that a complete was, fail yeah yeah um so I've lived allegedly you are on years a, allegedly years. you are you know listening to a podcast with somebody who maybe met some Someone famous, but we're not for sure. And so, yeah, David, Crowder, David Crowder, if you hear this, could you just like yeah. confirm with us yeah. that you met and, me? And we're gonna report. be like completely out of time. I know. Podcast, yeah, I know. We've read about we're music. Just, so, yeah, yeah, twenty minutes in. Here yeah, we go. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right, so this past Sunday, you, wait, we don't get we we, we have don't, don't we, we have, have one more? Oh yeah, yeah, we do more, have I one more. Last we, okay, okay, like, okay. I'm like I'm into like this worship. I know. All right, all right. What is your current current favorite band that you okay. listen to? So I don't have one. So okay. I mean, like okay. the, the evolution of Apple Music and uh-huh. like Spotify. Like yeah, yeah. I just put them into my liked list. You okay. Know? And so okay. like I got 268 songs in my <laughs> like list. Okay. Wow. And so like when I go to my office, mm-hmm. like I just turn that list on. Okay. The songs that make the top mm-hmm. are like my 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 fave five. Those you remember, are your you remember like T Mobile? Did, did you ever have fave a T Mobile phone? 
Like yeah. before you had well, you you you're too young. <laughs> before they had unlimited minutes, you uh, only got like 200 minutes like on a package. Yeah, yeah. But T-Mobile had like you could play have your Fave Five. I do remember. And there that. was no minute, that. you know, so like no limit like on yeah. Them. Yeah, yeah. So my Fave Five. Um, um, when I lock eyes with you by Maverick City. Oh, that's Music. a good one. Ooh, that's a good if one. If you haven't listened to that one, yes, like, go listen to it, it. Okay, if you get nothing else out of this podcast, go listen to five that five song. songs. <laughs> these are the five songs. These are the you five need songs. To. You know, it's like a sermon. You know, these are the yeah, five yeah. things you need to go do right now or whatever. Uh, when I lock eyes with you, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that one's it's, good. It's, it's it's money. So good. Um, I'm and right now. I'm really enjoying "Lost in Your Love." Okay. Uh, Brandon Lake. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good. It's that a good whole one. album's good. By What's the way. that? That whole the whole album, album there. Yeah. yeah. So There's good. only like four songs on it. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the whole album's in my life, but that one like makes the top mm. fives because like that's what I listen to the first thing in the morning. It okay. usually takes me about. I usually know if I'm running late if I get to like song six or seven. <laughs> I'm like, uh oh, I'm going oh, a little bit long going today. Too long. Um, Gold by okay. Jesus Culture. We sing that here. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah, sing yeah, that one. So a lot of these are ones that we've. I've like most. Cause like mm-hmm. I'm not like a like I don't go find it myself. Like I yeah, hear him yeah, here yeah. and I'm like a lot. I like that. Song, um, yeah. Protector. Um, that one's good. That, uh, by Kim it. Walker Smith. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've always liked this one. You keep hope alive, and it's by um, Church oh, of the City. Yes. Um, and we've so done it a couple good. times here, but like I don't know. That's just that one is that, such a good like song. in just difficult seasons. I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, you it's are just the got hope. Such a good bridge it has, too. Like it, builds it, up. Energy's good. So those are my like fave five right now, and so those get played. Over and over and over again. Awesome. Like, what's Those your favorite? Like, your favorite song right now? Oh, "Closer" by Brandon Lake, and so it's Closer? actually on the Maverick Cities album, and he does it at the very end of it with them. It's so good. That so one. Good. Yeah. Okay. That's that's gonna, it right so now. So maybe we'll see if it cracks. Maybe <laughs> next week we'll let we'll we'll kind of do an update up to and see if he cracked the top five. Yeah. I so. think it would. I think it would. Okay. So. Yeah. We better. All right. We better jump so into. I don't know how much, I don't know how long hey, they going. walked away with five songs. They got five songs. If you got nothing else on the podcast, thanks for joining us and enjoy some worship music. There you go. So this past Sunday, you talked about worship and how important this is in our walk with Christ. Yes. Um, now I know this may seem simple to mm-hmm. people, like we know what worship is, but can you explain to us a little bit about uh, what this means and what worship is and what it means to us as a follower of Christ. Yeah, so, I mean, the definition I kind of use Sunday is um, worship is our response to what we value most. And mm-hmm. so um, it just kind of puts it in very basic terms that we mm-hmm. can worship a lot of different things. And so everybody worships something. Yeah. So whether you are a follower of Jesus or you have no relationship with God at all, um, you're worshiping something. And mm-hmm. it is really our response to what we value most. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about worship inside the church. Like, I, I guess I want to make this very clear. Um, I believe it goes way beyond just singing. Yes. That that I think in the way that I would say that we would teach it here at Victory Hill, especially, is worship really is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just about, hey, do I sing out some songs? Yeah. It's about encompassing our whole life mm-hmm. of saying, God, I value you the most. So with my time, mm-hmm. my energy, my resources, with my praise, the words of adoration that I give you, um, mm-hmm. I value you the most in my life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's why worship is so important, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's an element of it on a Sunday morning. It very much looks like us pouring our hearts to yeah. God in a yeah. moment of worship. Mm-hmm. It also looks like us serving. It also mm-hmm. looks like us loving people um, mm-hmm. the way that Christ has asked us to love them. And so mm-hmm. the response we have to Jesus mm-hmm. is our worship yeah. because worship is what we value the most. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's just very important that it really is a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and yet I encourage people, mm-hmm. um, like take these five songs that we just gave you or one mm-hmm. that Chris gave you, like take those five songs, play them, spend some time and just mm-hmm. quiet, sing them out 
and allow those words to kind of reflect back your thoughts yeah. to God. And there's power in that because I'm mm-hmm. going, God, this is what I think of you, God, mm-hmm. the, the, that you are the one that is everything in my life. And yeah. so worship is what we value the most, but it is a lifestyle and it's lived out. There are times, our thoughts, our actions, our attitude, mm-hmm. and those moments that we're actually verbalizing it through praise. So good. I'm reminded of a story too. And I thought about this on Sunday, the story of Mary and Martha. Mm-hmm. And so when like, you know, Jesus is there and you see, you know, one of them is sitting at his feet. Yeah. And just like taking in and adoring Jesus and just pouring everything out and you know take and then the other one's working and like serving right and she's getting irritated because that's the way the story goes. But both of them were worshiping in essence, like you know what I mean. I think that's the, sometimes we think worship only looks a certain way, mm-hmm. but worship is like when we're serving God and we're mm-hmm. pouring out our heart to yeah. Him. If our heart is aligned with doing it for Him and mm-hmm. trying to, I think that's so important yeah. for people to understand. Like worship, we talk about extravagant worship being yeah. something that is a core value here, and that is a lifestyle that you live, yeah. not just a moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and when we get to those places where um, we're we're doing that through all those moments, I think that when we come together as the body of Christ, the expression mm-hmm. we see in the church really should be a pouring out because mm-hmm. we are just, man, we're, we're valuing all that God is for us, all yeah. that we've been able to do throughout the week and, and his goodness to us. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's going to show up in that expression. Yeah. And so it's the most expressive form of mm-hmm. it. And I think we need that. Like, yeah. I, I don't think we need to push that off. We need all these things mm-hmm. though. And I think when we're doing these other things with that, man, it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. and it can transform your life. So good. Um, so in your message, you talked about, you kind of opened up with this. You talked about how, you know, there was these angels in heaven mm-hmm. and how Satan was actually in charge of exactly. worship uh-huh. in heaven. And then, you know, he he kind of elevated himself above God. And so God, you know, strikes him down uh, to earth, which is really, a, you know, a cool story showing the power of uh, yeah. God, right, yes. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he strikes him down. But that left this void you talked mm-hmm. about for worship. And mm-hmm. so you talk about how God created us to fill that void. And so mm-hmm. how we were created to kind of Avoid. So can you just explain this a little bit more to us, yeah. like what that means and how we look at that? Yeah. And lo- if if we have the time, I'm going to let me jump into a little bit more of just kind of explaining some of it that I don't know if it got conveyed Sunday. So when, mm-hmm. when you look at the scriptures and you, especially when you look at Ezekiel and Isaiah, mm-hmm. um, it talks about this, you know, God casting Satan out of heaven. Yeah. And so we know he was associated with worship, you know, and so um, on that side of it. And I think it's just so cool when you actually read into the stories, you know, it talks about um, Satan, um, he being a a stringed instrument inside mm-hmm. of this. It talks about him being the timbrel and the symbol. Um, and that God, what it, what it sets up is that God gave Satan everything he needed to worship. Like it was mm-hmm. created inside of him mm-hmm. to, to be a worshiper. There's even this cool part that um, if you read in the story, it talks about um, Lucifer, Satan being adorned with all these stones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A cool part in this, for some of you may go, I don't think that's that cool. I think it's kind of cool mm-hmm. um, that the same stones that he adorned Satan with is the same stones that we see in Revelation when the new heavens and the new mm-hmm. earth is coming back. Mm-hmm. And some theologians would kind of link this to going, he took those off of Satan at that moment mm-hmm. and he's saving them for us, the people that are mm-hmm. going to come and we're going to continue to fill so that good. void in the new heaven and the new earth. And mm-hmm. so it's all, it's the same stones. And so yeah, it's just yeah. this kind of cool correlation that we see. Um, but I love the fact that, you know, we see that God gave Satan everything he needed to be a worshiper. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he gave him the stringed instruments. He gave him the wind instruments she gave him the mm-hmm. percussion and actually in an orchestra those are the three sections so yep. i'm mm-hmm. not a big musician person but if you look into yeah, it yeah. you'll see those are the three sections mm-hmm. of it and then when god created us he gave us everything we needed to worship he gave us the vocal cords which are the string instrument he gave us the lungs which are the wind instrument mm-hmm. and then he gave us like our hands to be able to to make a percussion sound to it yeah. we became the new orchestra for him mm-hmm. and so when That's satan so was thrown out of heaven um there was this void in worship and so god designed us god purposed us god made us mm-hmm. and created us 
uh, to be a part of worship. And so um, it, we're designed to fulfill this purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's what I think is a lot of us were looking for purpose. Like, what, what's my purpose? Mm-hmm. The core essence of our purpose mm-hmm. We were created to worship God. Mm. And I believe when we live up to this core function that God's given every single one of us, mm-hmm. like look at you created to worship. Look at the next person created to worship. It doesn't matter. Like we are all created to be mm-hmm. in a, worship, a relationship with God to show him that we value him the most. Mm. Yep. When we live into that purpose, I think that's what unlocks the doors to figure out how are we have a unique purpose. Mm-hmm. And so we talk a lot about purpose around here because yeah. I want people to discover that. Um, but when we begin to worship God, which is a purpose he's given all of us, mm-hmm. then I think we begin to understand the heart of the Father. Mm-hmm. We begin to understand his heart for us. We begin to see our gifts and talents and abilities. And then we begin to see how we have a unique purpose that's mm-hmm. designed for just each individual. It's like you may have a different purpose mm-hmm. than me, but I believe it's all birthed out of yeah fulfilling the initial purpose he gave us and that is to worship him Mm. relationship with him and when we get relationship with god Mm -hmm. we begin to unlock our purpose for the world that's so good that's uh, the way all of that kind of correlates is cool i think it's always fun when scripture lines up like that yeah it just like makes so much sense in the message you said that we were made to worship Mm -hmm. and you asked this question are we worshiping Mm -hmm. right and so i know this may be self-explanatory but i think it's a very important question to ask are we truly worshiping God like do you think like as a church as a like do you feel like we're doing that mm-hmm. and uh, you know what are your thoughts about yeah. this do you think? and so you know it's this response to what we value most and mm-hmm. so you know there's always going to be this um I mean, I think you can ask this on two questions. Mm-hmm. One, everybody needs to ask it on a personal level. Yeah. Because you're gonna have the clearest view of is my life really directed mm-hmm. that way? By the way I spend my time, my energy, the things that I value most, how do I arrange my life? Mm-hmm. And this is why we talk about that sometimes. I mean, that's why uh we'll do messages about how you're handling your time, how you're handling your resources. Mm-hmm. Because in those things, we're going to, we're discovering what is that that people value the most. Mm-hmm. And so when when we ask this question, I'm created to worship, but am I worshiping? Am I worshiping the right thing? Because we're all worshiping mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this personal side of it that we kind of have to go, what what does this look like? Um, what else am I putting into maybe the number one slot? And the, mm-hmm. key, the key thing is, am I worshiping God first? Yes. Because, you know, mm-hmm. let's not get super spirit. Like God doesn't mind us enjoying other things. Yeah. He doesn't mind us valuing other things. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't want us to value them more than him. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the, this is the boundary, you yeah. know? And so I don't ever look at people and go, well, you can't do this. or you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Is, is God in that first spot? You yeah. know, is he really the mm-hmm. center of all that? And, um, so I think there's this personal side, everybody, if you like, listen today, you need to ask or take inventory and mm-hmm. just go, what do I value most? You know? Now in the body of Christ, I think there's a side of it. You know, are mm-hmm. we worshiping God? You know, and I think sometimes in the in the churches, churches in America, we can get distracted mm-hmm. by maybe the busyness or getting focused on other things instead of just this pure essence of man. My life was created. The the church we're here to worship Him mm-hmm. and not to worship any man, not to worship any other program. Not to, yeah. like we're here to worship God. Mm-hmm. You know, and so are we doing that with the best of our ability in mm-hmm. every area? Our finances, our time and in the verbalization of it through singing and coming together mm-hmm. as the body of Christ. So good, so good. You talked about three reasons uh, that we were created to worship. One was was God made me from him. Mm-hmm. Another was that God made me for him. And then three was that God made me to love him back. Now, this last one really kind of stuck out to me when you yeah. said it. Can we talk about this for a minute? That God made me to love him back. I think... I think that's a sometimes that's a, maybe a hard concept for us to completely wrap our head around. But I think worship ties so close yeah. to that. Yeah, I think it's you know, 
I think when worship, especially when we talk about it through the verbalization of like song, mm-hmm. you know, God made me to love him back. Like this is what God desired. And we, we fully understand mm-hmm. there's this free will and yeah. this is what makes the gospel and who God is so incredible. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. like he has the power to mm-hmm. just go, Hey, you're going to love me. Yeah. But he says, that's not the kind of love I want. Like mm-hmm. I, I want a pure um, love for my people. And so he gives us this a free choice. And, and I, I wrote this down a little bit earlier. Um, he didn't need you. Mm-hmm. He didn't need me. Yeah, he wants me. Mm. Like you know, like like I mean, think about it. like I mean, he already and I kind of mentioned son. He had all the angels yeah. to do anything that he wanted him to do. He has all this power in the world. He didn't need me. He wants me though. Mm-hmm. That's freeing. Like, like there's nothing. Once again, yeah. there's nothing I can do for him. Uh-uh, yeah. That would be like, oh God, mm-hmm. you should, but he, he wants me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so worship is a part of that process that, that through worship, we have this opportunity to love him back, like mm-hmm. to, to go, man, God, you've loved me. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me worship you. Let me show you these things. And I mean, it's no different than a relationship between a husband and a wife, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you, I mean, I'm sure like you probably wrote a lot of love songs back in the day to oh, Shelly, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like originals, you know, like, Hey, you know, to make her feel special <laughs> or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. but you know, this is what worship is. It's just mm-hmm. this, hey, God, I, I love you, and I'm going to express it through uh, through the raising of my hands, through the, mm-hmm. the kneeling, through the bowing, through the pouring out of my heart to mm-hmm. you and sharing life with you. And so uh, Isaiah, we share this passage, Isaiah 43, verse 21, the people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. This is he formed us, and now he really wants us to proclaim his praise. He wants us to love him back. We talked about John 4, 23, um, that he is looking for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth, the mm-hmm. kind of worshipers that seek the Father with all all of their heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what he wants from us is like that we would, we choose to like go, I'm going to mm-hmm. seek you. And we see that express mm-hmm. through all of those areas, but we should see that expressed in the body of Christ when mm-hmm. we gather together and we sing out. And mm-hmm. there's just something, I don't know. Yeah. Like I enjoy worship times personally. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I, I feel God's presence with me. I'm encouraged inside. There's, there's something unique mm-hmm. about walking into the body of Christ mm-hmm. and everybody pouring out their heart together in like yeah. one accord in a spirit of unity. Mm-hmm. And when that really happens in the body of Christ, man, there's just something powerful that happens. Yeah. And God, I think there's just mm-hmm. amazing things that happen. Yeah. I mean, you see that scripturally too. Anytime like we come together in one mind and one accord, mm-hmm. like you see God move in such a powerful way. I think this kind of came to mind where you're saying this too, is like we talk about, you know, we've talked about the love languages of how yeah. we communicate yeah. with each other inside of relationships. And, you know, I don't think like we're created in the image of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the love languages that maybe we communicate love through, I think a lot of times we have to understand, like we communicate that love back to God with mm-hmm. those same types of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, like some of them are gifts, like giving, you know, and being generous in the way that we live and some of those words of affirmation, you know, and you look at Psalms, David, like all the way through Psalms, yeah. a lot of times spends that just affirming who God is, you know, not yeah. that God needs it. God knows he's God, but that is a language that he's mm-hmm. given us to kind of you communicate yeah. back with him. Yeah, that's good. I mean, when you think about mm-hmm. God's love language, you know, because yeah. we spend a lot of time talking about in relationships. And and I think like when you talk about David, that that's so such a great thought, Chris, in the sense mm-hmm. of, you know, he's affirming like those things. But I don't know, like you said, I don't mm-hmm. think it's as much just for God as for us to be reminded yes. of yeah. who that is again, uh-huh. you know. And I think David, you know, would draw on those same things in those deep and dark moments, you mm-hmm. know, because, wow, okay, I do remember who you are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so good. And I think worship unlocks that, you yeah. know. And, uh, and yet so many people... Like we may worship him in some of those, but like mm-hmm. I think God wants it in all of it, you yes. know. And so like we saw, talk about time and talents and all mm-hmm. those other things. But even in this 
corporate. Like I'm going to yeah. pour out my heart through singing mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Like I said, I'm a horrible singer, but I tell you what, like if you're, I mean, I mean, people kind of sometimes don't want to be around me like on Sundays, <laughs> but like, I mean, like I'm loud. Like, yeah. like I just like, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to pour out my heart today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care what you think, you yeah. know? And, uh, but it's, it's those moments, you know, where we mm-hmm. just come to God and, and do that. So one of your last statements of the day, you said, give God what he deserves not what we mm-hmm. feel. Uh, can you tell us why this is so yeah. important to understand? I mean, we're such a feeling yeah. society, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, it, we and I, it it drags into worship, you know. Mm-hmm. Like so, we we've decided how we feel, and mm-hmm. if we feel okay, like that's our deep, that's our response to anything, you know. Mm-hmm. So whether it's in relationships with people or life, like we're such a feely feely society, and mm-hmm. and we've brought that into the church, mm-hmm. and so it's like you know. Um, it's about giving God what he deserves, not what I feel like. So there may be some moments I don't feel like mm. worshiping. There may be some moments I don't feel like worshiping God through my time or my talents or through singing out to him. But what about just pushing past that and mm. not being about the feeling? But man, I just I I just love him. Mm. And so I will do maybe what I don't feel like because man, I just want to I want to make your heart happy, God. Mm. I want to do something on your behalf. Um and so, you know, we allow this to affect us in church all the mm. especially so if I bring this back into the church side, yeah. I mean I mean, you've been doing this a while with me. Uh-huh. I mean, can you, I mean, tell me how many times you've probably heard somebody like, I just, I just didn't feel the music this yeah, morning. Yeah. I just didn't feel the music. Well, what does that mean? Like you're <laughs> singing songs to God. Like, uh-huh. like I think if we would mm-hmm. just worship it, I don't, it doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. you know? And, oh man, I wish they'd sing these songs, man. Like I really feel God in those songs. Mm-hmm. Like, like I get, we may have, like, I may have a top five list, but yeah. everything should pour it back out to mm-hmm. God. And so it's not about, do you like the music? Do you not? Is yeah. it hymns or is it not? It's about me pouring out my heart to God mm-hmm. and connecting with God in this very real way. Um, and so it's either, it's just this, does he or doesn't he deserve your worship? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think that's just the question you have to ask. Mm-hmm. And then everything else out there kind of flows out of that, yeah. you know, and go, I just, I'm going to worship him no matter what mm-hmm. I feel. You know? Yeah. So I remember my wife and I, when we were, we were looking for a church, it was probably like 10 or 12 years ago. And we were going church to church to church. And like every time, cause I grew up in church, I would yeah. come out of there and I'd be like, Oh, I worship wasn't like what I wanted. Or yeah. the message was a little long. And I, I had to have this moment with God where like I was praying about a church and he's like, you've been, to all of my churches, he says, but you're choosing based on your preference, not a based on on me. And mm-hmm. it's like, I think we have to come to that realization of God is God in every situation, mm-hmm. every circumstance. And like, you can worship God through singing hymns. You can worship God through singing, you know, certain words. I think there's so many different ways that yeah. you look at that. And it is, it is a choice of going, I'm going to worship him because he deserves it, my worship. Exactly. And I think when we cultivate that, that just heart of worship, mm-hmm. I, at some point it really doesn't matter, you know, the yeah. songs and, you know, we may, we all have preferences. Yeah. Let's just yeah. be honest. I mean, there's, you know, I have like some of these songs, mm-hmm. but, but man, Every opportunity is an opportunity to worship God. And I think if we would just turn our hearts to that, especially like in the body of Christ, every mm-hmm. time we gather, like, whether do or don't, yeah, I'm still giving God my all, mm-hmm. you know. And like, unfortunately, I mean, like, you, you've probably talked to like our worship team and like our <laughs> band. I mean, people that do this like all the time, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, there's probably a lot of times people walk in, I, I'm just not, you know, I mean, uh-huh. arms are folded. Yeah. And it's like, okay, when is the song? Mm-hmm. And then the question for me, though, is, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll do this in the next one where's your heart at? Yeah. You know I mean? If, if that's the position of your mm-hmm. heart, like, Oh, I just don't like this song. So I'm mm-hmm. going to sit here and fold my arms and I'm not going to take this opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're not hurting them. on. You're missing out. Yes. And yep. we just need to check that attitude mm-hmm. because that just means that there's an attitude issue there mm-hmm. that God needs to work on. And 
I say that in the most loving way, work <laughs> on it and just stop going, hey, it's about the song. Like yeah. I'm, I'm coming no matter what. I'm going to pour my heart to God. Awesome. Just give him all. As always, if there was one thing from the message this week that you would want people to take away, what would it be? You know, so we've been saying throughout the series and kind of the motto, I guess, at, at, at some point would be is your potential is connected to your patterns. Mm. Um, your relationship with God, the heart that you pour out, you're created by God for a purpose to worship him. Um, your potential is connected to your patterns. Develop a pattern of worship. And mm. that goes beyond Sunday morning the hour and a half or hour and 15 minutes that we gather. It's about every minute, every day, giving your heart towards God. And so find those rhythms that you can do that. Find a rhythm every day. Mm. Um, like I said, my top five, it's the shower. I think I mentioned that. Like mm. I, I hit my Spotify list as soon as I get up in the morning when I'm in the bathroom, I play that mm-hmm. and I just have some worship time. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm just singing out and it just gets the rhythm of my day going. You know? awesome. And so that's just so important in our life. Good deal. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Aaron, for being with us this week. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, I encourage you to like, subscribe, share this out with your friends. And uh, don't forget to join us right back here next week for Between the Lines.